Say, goddamn. You said, all right, all right, all right. I said, let's do a podcast. Let's sit down. Let's get a coffee. Let's just talk about one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. With the sound, got a little podcast. Grab yourself a little coffee and a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, guys, I am back, and the first thing I do is I'm doing the mm-hmm. and I punch the mic. And the first thing you guys hear is where I've just punched the microphone stand. So I'm sorry about that, but guys, I am back and I'm so sorry to have been away. It's been a crazy time to why I haven't been away, but that's no excuse, guys. No excuse. Um, I've still got this ringing in my earholes. But uh, it's not an excuse to me about, but it it is a few, ex- yeah, it is an excuse. You know what? It's been a very, very, very crazy time um, for me. Very busy time. And I apologise. The cameras are back. We've got the cameras back. Um, So people on the YouTube, the YouTube, we are back. Now, what happened, guys, is the story of my life. I bought some brand new lights. If you can tell, we have got crisp lighting in here today. And I bought some brand new lights. And the camera broke. So I had these brand new lights, and there was no need because the camera was broken. So I still had to put an audio uh, podcast out. So I literally sat here with the new lights on, recording the audio podcast for Freezer Party. That's our other podcast, guys. You can get Coffee with Sam and Freezer Party on www.patreon.com slash the Coffee with Sam podcast. I don't know what's going on here. I'm, not, I'm literally, I feel like I'm new to this. I just keep catching the microphone stands here. There's a ringing in your ears. I am so sorry, guys. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put my uh, cable around the back. I feel like I'm new to the studio. I feel like I'm renting this studio, but it's definitely mine. So, yeah, that was my apology. Oh, my God. That was my apology out of the way um, and the explanation to why we only had audio on the last podcast. Yeah, that's why. Camera broke, new lights, but camera broke. But today we're back with camera, we're back with new lighting, and we're back with me. We're back with me, and I'm stimulated on coffee. It's been a long time since the Coffee with Sam podcast has been here. I've done a freezer party since, only audio. So I've been slacking. But you know why, guys? Because I've been buying a house. And that took priority, and I'm so sorry about that. But I also started a new job. So I now work for... One of the biggest UK cheerleading production, well, European cheerleading production companies out there. So I've been knuckling down, getting the new job down um, and getting through my probation. And I passed, guys, so I'm staying at this job. So you're going to be seeing more of me because I'm happy and I'm not working where I used to work during the pandemic. But I'm back. Um, And I've also bought a house, guys. Finally, I've talked about it in this podcast, and if you're new here and you haven't heard this story about the house and what's been going on for the last year since I started this podcast with the house, then you need to go to www.patreon.com forward slash the Coffee with Sam podcast, and you need to get yourself on the subscription service and go back, backtrack, back, back, backtrack. There are 50 episodes of the Coffee with Sam and eight episodes, I think, of... um. 
uh, Freezer Party. I forgot about my own name, my own podcast. Then Freezer Party podcast, where it's me and my boys talking about the fighting. God, this is how excited I am, guys. I am talking so fast, and I am sorry about that. I am um, just excited to be here. Um, yeah, I got a new house, man, and I feel really grown up. I feel like an adult. Like I wake up and it's just me and my partner, and that's it. No one else. And we're doing like house things, like unpacking furniture and working out where this bit of furniture's going to that bit of furniture and where these drawers are and that drawers are. And we've got to like look after our garden and people who are American, listen to this, the yard, um, the bit out of the back. All the now this episode is sponsored by Wax and Relax www.waxandrelaxxx.co.uk guys uh, they make homemade wax melts and they they go in your house probably in your garden when we've got somewhere you could put them outside they melt i don't know if you've seen them you put a flame underneath them you melt and they they come out with the flavors whatever they've infused the wax with now they are handmade guys now in this time we need to support local businesses small but not even local small businesses they're from bournemouth they feel the waves, they feel the sea, they feel the sand from Bournemouth. They know what a good smell smells like. So get at them, www.waxandrelax.co.uk for all your good smelling wax melts. Um, like I'm doing adult things like bills. I've had to sort out the TV subscription this week. Oh, talk about the TV subscription, guys. They did me dirty, so... They on the phone were like £20 setup fee. I was like, you know, that's not bad for an engineer to come out, bring all the stuff with me, with him, and uh, and set it all up. 20 quid, that's not bad at all. Then they're like £10 um, uh, postal pa- free fee for the box. I was like, okay, so they're going to send the box out. That's totally fine. They're going to send a local engineer. Being a businessman, I'm like, I understand that. Box gets sent from their storage unit. Engineer comes from local, fits it. It turns up. They're not calling me to book in an engineer. Guess what? I have to do it myself. So I've paid £20 for me, myself, to set up their equipment. (laughs) Oh, my God. I called them straight up and I got that £20 straight back. They tried to tell me it was a turn-on fee. I was like, guess what? I've plugged it in. It's already turned on. So it's not a turn-on fee because it's already on. You can't charge me 20 quid to send a box out, which I've already... giving you £10 to send that original box out. So 30 quid for you to send a box to me and me to plug it in. Yeah, nice one, guys. Not a chance. You don't get one over on me. Give me my 20 squids back. Thank you. <laughs> so that one was sorted, definitely. I, I couldn't... Not a chance. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, you'll see the rundown on Instagram of all the house issues that are going on um, with... with just people thinking they can get one over like what is this world of people just think ah, i'm gonna get one over on everyone and make money out of nothing not a chance not a chance you ain't getting one over on me so that one got my 20 quid straight back few bevers in the fridge or some coffee for this cop for this podcast so yeah uh, sorry i haven't been here and yeah i've got a new house um and alex called me the other day why I was why I was out? She was like, Sam, is is the is, is the back gate been left open at all? And I was like, No. Why? And we've got the moment we've got this piece of wood up against it, um, just because we're in a bit of a building site still. So I'm one of a bit secure. So we've got the locks on, we've got the gate on, 
got it. And it's locked. The gate's locked, so no one can get in. She was like, okay, was there somewhere somewhere else you can get into the back garden? I was like, not, not unless you climb the 12-foot wall or the 6-foot fence either side or the about 20-foot wall because the house drops down behind me, behind us. I said, so unless you do that, then no. Why? What's wrong? She said, because something has done or someone has done the biggest excrement in the back garden and it wasn't there when we moved in and I, I she sounded panicky so I went out when I got there I went out and I didn't believe her you know what women are like a bit like men they exaggerate some things so I went out and uh but lo and behold there was a, a human sized poo in the back garden now I'm not putting this down to the builders. I've climbed the fence and done a poo in the garden. And I'm not putting it down to <laughs> some random person coming through the estate on the night, jumping the fence and thinking, I'm going to drop my kegs here and take a big poo. Um, I'm putting it down to an animal. But the one thing that scares me, let's say the biggest animal. So unless one of the builders has thrown his dog over to do a little poo while he was there, it's going to be a fox, right? It's going to be a fox. Now, like I just explained, the only way into our garden is 6 foot, 12 foot, or 20 foot climb. Now, let's go to the smaller one, the 6 foot. Then there's about 5 gardens along that 6 foot side. So 6 foot fence. We've taken the, the main one. We've got 6 foot, we've got 12 foot, and we've got 20 foot, okay? Let's say it hasn't come over the... the, the well, let's see. Let's let's put down. If you don't follow at Freezer Party, they're the podcast that come up in between my coffee with Sam, um, with two of my mates, and we follow the UFC. It's banter. It's less serious than the Coffee with Sam podcast. There is a little bit of language. I'm sorry, but there is also Patreon episodes that get a little bit crazy, uh, go a little bit off the chain, off the hook because they're behind a paywall. If you're not a patron, please follow, please subscribe, please help. www.patreon, patree, with an E-O-N there, dot com forward slash coffee with Sam. You get every single coffee with Sam episode ad free. You get every freezer party episode ad free and you also get coffee with Sam special patron episodes and you also get freezer party special patron episodes that only you or the you the patrons will get to see it could have either come over five gardens of six foot fences to then get to mine and do a poo or it's climbed a 12 foot wall or it's climbed a 20 foot wall now either one of those so my friend says yeah foxes can climb I'm like, okay, cool, they can climb. I'm down for it climbing a four-foot fence or a three-foot fence, okay? But I'm not down for these mutated, scary foxes that can walk, climb six-foot fences, five six-foot fences, or a 12-foot wall or a 20-foot wall, carrying that very large poo inside it. I'm, I, I, that worries me because if it can do that, then guess what? It can climb the wall at the back of the house and it can come through my open window into my bedroom at night and drag me out of my bed and carry me down the stairs and put me in the garden and then do a great big poo on me. 
That's the way I feel. Like, it's panicked me a little bit. Because there's only three ways into the garden. Unless you walk through the house. And <laughs> these jacked up foxes probably could knock on my front door and say, Sam, I'm going to walk through your house, out your back door, and I'm going to take a poo in your garden. Because that's what I feel like we're dealing with here. We're feeling, we're feeling, we're dealing with some gangster foxes that could just not... <laughs> <laughs> they, they could just rock up, knock on your door, and be like, Hello, Sam. I am Gangster Fox. And today, I take poo in your back garden. And you are going to do nothing about it. <laughs> I don't even know why my Gangster Fox is Russian. Um, be like Al Pacino or something like that. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah okay yeah yeah straight through mate straight through first door on your right first door on your right very green fresher laid garden take a poo anywhere you want that is your toilet mate just and, oh, how about have a key have a key sir have a key gangster fox and you can come in my garden whenever you want and take a big poo because if he is climbing five, six foot fences, one, 12 foot or a 20 foot fence, always coming up and over my house, you are jacked foxes and I ain't getting in the way of you at all. No, no, <laughs> I still can't get over the, this gangster fox. Um, just jacked, just big, big biceps, tr big traps sticking out his neck, just knocks on the door. <laughs> Hello, Sam, it's, it's, it's pool time, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, you're gonna. It's pool time. You What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. Straight through. First door. First first door on your right, sir. Straight through. First door on your right. Alex, just let him through. Don't make eye Alex, don't make eye contact. Babe, don't make eye contact. Just let him through. Let him through. Let him through. Let him do what he wants to do. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a new house and I've just punched the mic stand again. I'm definitely a newbie to this. Um, I've got a new house. We're all settled in now. And the podcasts are back so it is what's up wednesday um let me know if you've missed me man get on my instagram at sam tbm tell me in my dms that you're upset with me uh yeah if you're new here get me on instagram at sam tbm get me on the youtube sam uh, the coffee with sam the coffee with sam or coffee with sam i don't even know my own youtube channels guys i'm completely new to this I, I, I'm not new to this, though. I've been doing it for about 10 years. Um, but what I meant to say, oh, bang that subscribe button. I know. Uh, do a big fart on that subscribe button. Uh, round off, double back somersault onto that subscribe button. Punch it, karate, strangle it, get it from behind, rear naked choke that subscribe button, and then headbutt the uh the bell, the bell thing that tells you that I've got a new video. Because uh, my podcasts go on here. Also, um, vlogs, when I vlog, when I can be bothered to vlog, when I forget about vlogging, uh, but there is a new vlog coming out, so you guys can take a look at the new house. So, if you guys are audio freaks and you like just taking me in your ear holes, in your ear holes, um, then you're going to have to subscribe to the YouTube, so you're going to have to get out your car or on your walk, you know, because I love long walks here. I haven't even spoke about that. The Void. Oh, my God. ITV, The Void. Wait there. So, wait wait there. Get out your car. 
on your long walk. Now, this episode is sponsored by Wax and Relax. www.waxandrelax.co.uk, guys. Walks because we all love a long walk. Do a round off, double back, or a big bomb, um, top bombing, splash, front flip, or even just trip and fall onto that subscribe button and follow me on YouTube. If not, subscribe on all the services. And if you really love me and you love the boys from the Freezer Party podcast, then go to www.patreon, that's Patreon, it's spelled R-E-on, um, dot com forward slash the coffee with Sam podcast and subscribe for multi multiple content and help this podcast by giving me a bit of dollar um and helps me buy new lights and a new camera because you know you spend 300 pounds on lights and then your 500 pound camera breaks thank you and then you guys just pay me three quid for this content so help me out because i'm in debt now just bought a house bought new lights didn't expect the camera. Camera's broken. My beautiful face is back on YouTube. But help me out. Go on to www.patreon.com forward slash coffee with Sam podcast. Now, yeah, I've got to talk about The Void. Have you seen it on ITV? The Void on ITV. Your boy was on there. Your boy got contacted by them because your boy's a cheerleader. They promised your boy they weren't going to make cheerleading look stupid. They promised your boy they weren't going to make him look stupid. But guess what happened, guys? I got absolutely spandangled by them with some good editing. Now, I made, let's take away I made myself look a fool because I slipped and fell on the first thing and went straight into the tank of water. Forget about me making myself look an idiot. They made me look stupid. Now, forget about me because I don't care, but I care for my sport and I have a big, big, big thing about um, the safety of uh, the integrity of my sport and how our sport is perceived. Now, you say cheerleading, boom, pom-poms, women, um, feminine men, okay? Uh, now, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. I'm feminine myself. I punched the mic stand again. I'm getting very angry about this. Now, but guess what? We've got equality is going on in the world right now. We're all trying to strive for everyone being accepted. Now, I'm all for that, but guess what ITV did? They didn't have equality, and they're not striving to help. They want to make the fun out of sport, and they want to rip the sh out of cheerleading, and that's exactly what they did on The Void. So I apologize to every cheerleader that listens to this because I went on there with the goal in mind um, because they contacted me because I was a cheerleader, and they promised that they wouldn't um, re-edit or change anything, and they did. They made me look like I go, oh, pom-poms, and I didn't. They just asked me a question, what do people ask you when they first find out you're a male cheerleader? And I just said, where's your pom-poms? And they edited it all up to make it look like I was going, woo, where's your pom-poms? Uh, there was loads of lights and stuff around, so they wouldn't let me do a backflip or anything like that. Obviously, I had no flyer with me, so there was just me. They said, what can you do? I did some motions. They edited it up with me saying about how high risk cheerleading is and how dangerous it is, yeah? And then with some musicality, it was like me going, yeah, so you could break your nose. We have a higher risk uh, injury rate than uh, the NFL. And then it went to the music stopping and me doing some really uh, sharp cheerleading motions, but to the naked eye, looked very, very like pom-pommy and dancey, not athletic-y. Athletic-y, if that's even a word. 
Um, and then they went back to me going, oh, yeah, so cheerleading's really dangerous. And then back to me going, ooh, 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 and just moving around because I couldn't do anything else in the studio we were in. So they set me up to fail. And I did, guys. I looked rather, rather silly. And it really, 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 really upset me. Um... But, you know, we roll with the punches. I'm fine. But the sport isn't again. The sport is not again. And that makes me incredibly angry because I don't care about me. I put myself on the TV. That's for me. I can make myself look stupid. But for someone else to make me look stupid and to make my sport that I am passionate about stupid look stupid, I will find you and I will kill you. That'd be a great action movie. Great action movie. Liam Neeson plays me in an action movie. I keep knocking it. I'm so sorry. Um, And Liam Neeson plays me in an action movie where he chases down the producers from ITV and The Void and he kills them all for the integrity of the sport of cheerleading. Then Liam Neeson goes on to win the world championships. Get at me. Let's produce that movie. Talking about cheerleading, the Olympics, guys. Cheerleading has been accepted as an Olympic sport. How sick is that? Now, I've been into the the sport for a long time, uh, about 14 years now. It actually only had a world championships in like 2012 or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Uh, I love to be told that I'm wrong. Um, And it's incredible Well, I was at the World Championships uh, three years ago. We had a big video from the Olympic Committee saying we're going to we're going to take your proposal to maybe have it as a sport in the Olympics. Three years on full recognition, guys, full recognition. Now, let's not get away with ourselves. All that allows us is that the sport will get more funding, which is incredible that the sport is going to get more funding. Um, and it, it it will help a lot of teams that really struggle with um, getting getting sprung floors and the equipment you need to train safely in this sport, which then once you've got that, you can train safely and you can take time on drills and, and the techniques and you can slowly make your way up there and then the teams will get better and then as a country, we will be better. Um, as a sport all around, sorry, it's not just England, uh, it will be incredible. Now, we are lucky too that in like seven years time, the Olympics is in LA. Now we have full recognition. That means a country can put it as a trial sport in the Olympics. So if you didn't know how the Olympics works, let me give you a rundown. As soon as a sport has had full recognition, a country can then have it at their sport. I think they can have two, two, that's four, two. They can have two sports that they can trial at the olympics to kind of like a show off to see the rest maybe it's just like see how it gets perceived maybe i'll see how it works see if it's gonna work then then you get maybe it gets into the olympics the four years later after that now we're lucky that in the la olympics in two years in, in, in the next two olympics time i think it's seven seven years time now because of the, the the not that year of 2020 2021 whatever um yeah where was i oh uh yeah it's gonna be in la which we know 
America is the home of cheerleading. So this could not fit better unless politics gets involved and someone says, nah, that's not gonna happen then uh, America's definitely going to choose cheerleading to be in, to be a, uh, what's it called? When you're like just showing off a, I don't even know. So for the Olympics to be showing off it, the sport of cheerleading to be showing off at the Olympics, it couldn't be any better because in LA, home of the cheer, America, the home of cheerleading, they're definitely going to pick it as one of their two to get trialed in the Olympics. So for our sport, more money, uh, recognition gets to show off. Then f- the next year after that, so maybe seven, 12 years. It's going to be it's a long time. It's a long time. I will be 42 years of age, which has also happened since I, since I haven't done a podcast. Is guys, I had my 30th birthday. Yes, I have got older um, and I have actually since been on the last podcast for Coffee with Sam. I've actually got a big grey patch on my beard. Um, so that's happened. That's, yeah. So now on the camera, you can see a bit of grey in the beard. We all know I've had grey hair on top, but now I'm 30. The beard said, you're 30, mate. Ka-doing! And I think I found my first grey. Well, Alex found my first grey chest hair. <laughs> it was like, grey chest hair. Uh, you're 30. Grow that one. Uh, so yeah, I've been 30. Uh, well, where was I at? Yeah, cheerleading. Great. Accepted in the Olympics. Uh, 15 years, I'll be, well, 30, 12 years, I'll be 42. But if I keep going with the podcast and my new job, which actually entails being a bit of um, a announcer, then Olympic Committee, hit me up. Guys, if you want to, if you, you're a cheerleader and you want to hear me as the voice, that's it on BBC or something, commentating cheerleading. I'm in. That's my that's my next goal. By the time I'm 42 in the Olympics, I want to be commentating for cheerleading. BBC, not ITV, because you don't like cheerleading. BBC, hit me up. Oh, I need some water. Where there, guys? I'm a bit nervous because the camera only says nine minutes and the audio says 25 minutes. So I'm a bit nervous about that. Oh, please have worked. I'm going to cry if that's not recording. (sighs) Technology, man. So... In the Olympics, we're doing great. The UK are doing great in the Olympics. Um, Big PT in the pool. He smashed it. What I do like about this Olympics this year is all the other sports that have had so much coverage. Yeah, I know when the, when the athletics comes on, it's like, boom, athletics is on. But when... Other sports this year, I don't think I've watched... I think I watched one race when RGB dude jumped the gun. I'm not the 100-meter final. Now, I can I can feel that for him, man. Like, how that would feel. That, that 
intenseness, that energy, that you've got to get out the blocks quick because that's where your race could be won or lost. But oh, you get to the final and you jump the gun and that's it. DQ, going home. Um, and that's the only one I watch, but I've watched all other sports. Now, I'm a very extreme sports type of person, me anyway, so I would normally watch um, the BMX and skateboard and all that stuff. We have smashed the BMX. Now, the freestyle BMX with the girl, I love that because guess what? They cut her funding to give to the males because the males did better. And then she goes out, wins the gold. Stick it to the man. Give her the funding. And we have one... Uh, two medals in the in the in the bmx now if you don't know guys i've got a clothing brand called i dare you clothing and we actually sponsor um bmx racing so watching the bmx racing was pretty cool because it was close to our heart sponsor we sponsor it i sponsor it the company sponsors it um if you don't know what the brand is www.i dare you with a u so i dare and then a u clothing.com go for t-shirts and all this all that jazz um uh but yeah the olympics is a it's it's a it's it's, it's tough man because like i don't know if you know what happens but if your sport does better so like the gymnastics athletics that we do really good at they get money thrown at them thrown at them but if you're like a bmxer freestyle bmxer flatline but was it flatline no uh i can't remember. uh there's like the skateboarding all that stuff you don't really get much funding so to then go and win it's like mate funding myself to come here and i'm that good you need to be giving me the pennies thank you um, and I just love the, the way that we've done so well in the sports. And I felt for the fencing. Oh, and they actually made a video of it, of how bad it was that the fencing dude funded himself last year because fencing wasn't that high in the UK. He funded himself, then did really well last year. Well, not last year, the last Olympics. So they funded him this year, got all it paid for, and he goes out in the first round. And you just think... See you later, funding for fencing. It's it's sad because you know that funding is now gonna get cut straight away. Like bish bash bosh, funding gone. Like gone. Um, I feel for him, really feel for him. That you do all that work, you fund yourself, you do really well. And then, because you've now got loads of money, maybe he didn't try as hard because he actually got funding. Maybe life was a little bit easier. Uh, but now that they're going to be like, well, we gave you money and you didn't do very well. So that money's now going to the BMX. Um, but I just loved it. The female BMXer who didn't, who got her funding cut to fund the boys, the boys didn't win and she did. And I think that's incredible. Stick it to the man i just love the pushing of new sports which then gives me more of a buzz that in 12 years time cheerleading can be at the olympics because people are looking at these as sports they're looking at bmx in skateboarding archery um even the swimming which people wouldn't really normally take a look at we've been smashing it pt that jacked jacked goddess of a man pts if you since pecs he's just v-shape and he's just I'd, I'd let him be my bouncer, man, let alone a swimmer. He is jacked. He just comes in with his bald head like, like I'm going to 
I'm gonna he'd be in the boxing next year. Petey will. Petey's like, I'm done the pool. I'm gonna go in the boxing. I'm gonna kick some heads in in the boxing. I bet he could, man. He's an absolute goddess of a man. But I really enjoyed the Olympics because of the diverse the, the sports all over the the, the coverage. The BBC, uh, Eurosport, they've been smashing the coverage on all the different sports. Normally, you just see the main ones on, unless like you go red button or whatever. Now, red button, you have to, to find the to, to, to find the athletics, um, which I think is well done. Well done, the guys who have covered that. Now, I wouldn't talk so much about the BBC lately, but Jesus, I'm saying they're pretty good here, but they're not. They're, they're corrupt as well. Um, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> and then going on to the Olympics, Simone Biles. What a legend. Now, if you're, you're not on track of this story, I'm going to tell you this story. So, a world-class gymnast, okay, that is doing moves that no one else has ever done. And no one else is doing at the Olympics. And probably next, not for the next three or four Olympics. Or maybe never. Um, she's turning up, yeah. And she is doing... So she's doing like double twisting double backs. Now, if someone doesn't know what that is, who's not a gymnast or done any gymnastics, trampoline or anything like that, that is two rotations of the body. Okay? As well as two rotations upside down off the floor okay no springboard no trumpet no trampoline you getting it not much of an aid at all now i don't know if the floors have changed in jam gym jam gymnastics yet but they used to just be sponge as well so sponge, like this sponge is on my wall here. That she is doing a double twisting, double back off sponge. Okay, and what happened was the judges. Now this is where it's political. The judges decided that because other people might try and copy her moves to catch up with her, they were going to cap her. I think she probably did a triple twist in double back, to be honest. I think she did. I think she did three bodily rotations with two upsidey downy rotations. I'm trying to make this um, so anybody can understand it. I'm sure she did. It's really bad of me to not know that. But she's been doing it on all around the sport, not just the floor. She's been doing it on the vault too. She's been inventing her own moves, okay? So the governing body of the Olympic Committee decided that because other people were going to try and keep up with her, that could be dangerous to them. So other people could injure themselves, okay, because um, they could be copying her. Now, they capped her. They capped her. She could not score any higher. Now, I'm going to swear. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? So, so then guess what happened? She pulled out because of mental, uh, because of, of her, her mindset issues. Okay? Now, let me explain this. I'm trying to explain it. So if you're not a gymnast or a, a, a trampolinist, 
she then has to go out now and she might as well not perform the higher moves. She might as well lower it. So what you guys are thinking, that's easier. It's easier to go out, do a move that's less harder than what you were doing, okay? Because there's no point of doing the really hard moves because she doesn't get um, scored for it. No, it's not. It is not, okay? If you've been doing a double twisting double back, let's, it's got to be tw it's got to be a triple twisting. So say you've been doing a triple twisting triple back. To the athlete, she knows what that feels like. She knows what a triple twisting double back feels like. Now you're telling her to do a double twist in double back that she hasn't been training for. That is dangerous now to her. That to me, I might be wrong, but that to me is why she pulled out. Because there was not an injury. She came out and said she had fear for her own safety and her own injuries. Now that is why. Because she downgraded... Once, the moves to her are easy. Okay, but then for a gymnast to downgrade your moves, that is very hard, very hard, and can be catastrophic because they can get lost in their moves. You think you are spinning rotational, your shoulders are spinning over each other, whilst your feet are spinning over your head, okay? Now you've got to completely change what that feels like within a, f a day, not a chance in hell, okay? Now, I can speak to that because I was not never a high-level athlete in um, tumbling or trampolining, so I did trampolining. But I did twist and I did somersault. And I did a somersault in with twists in, okay? Never to the level she has done. But for me, who was never a natural twister, the mental focus I had to have just to do basic somersaults with twists in, I know exactly what she is going through to now downgrade her moves from what she knows it feels like. Because with gymnastics and trampoline, and when you're spinning upside down, spinning around on a lateral rotate, lateral, lateral rotation, and then you go into um, horizontal rotation at the same time, when you're doing that, you understand what it feels like. You you learn what it feels like, what you should be seeing while you're 10 foot in the air while spinning upside down and sideways. For you to then have to change that within a day, not gonna happen, okay? And that's where her mental focus had to change. And that's where she had to say, you know what? Not a chance. Now, I'm glad she did because that shows that she has we maybe if she'd got no medals in her whole life, that would have been harder for her to do. And she maybe would have tried to compete and had the risk of injury because she's already got a lot of medals. But she chose her health and safety over an Olympic place. Well done, Simone Biles. Well done. And to all you armchair warriors, you keyboard numpties, who have never done gymnastics, who have never even done a competitive sport at an even amateur level, you have no place to speak up or say anything about 
what Simone Biles did last week. Not a, not even, not even an in, not even. You don't even have one millimeter of a chance that you should be speaking up about her decisions that she made last week. I don't care if you have done high level at any sport that's not gym. I don't care if you've done high level football, high level rugby, high level anything. If you haven't done something where you propel yourself 10 to 15 foot in the air and you do lateral rotation and horizontal rotation at the same time, then sit down and shut up. Okay, and I don't care if I've used lateral rotation horrors. I don't, I don't care if I've used the, the right words. Okay, but spinning over your shoulders, spinning your feet over your head, 10 to 15 foot in the air, landing back on your feet. If you have never even tried that, I don't care if you are a Premier League footballer. I don't care if you have been to the World Cup. I don't care if you have been to the World Cup in any of your other sports. If you don't do a sport that takes your body upside down, sideways, 15, 20 foot in the air, then sit down. You do not speak on Simone Biles. You don't have a right to speak on Simone Biles. I've seen too much of it this week. Far too much of it. Now she, brave, took it on herself as well. And the fact that she's then dealt with the backlash of the armchair idiots. Um, who haven't got a clue what it feels like to twist upside down, spin upside down. She's tugging it well. And she got back up and competed in a on a platform so she got onto the beam where she wasn't i don't think she was pushing the boundaries as much so in the vault on the floor she was really pushing the boundaries creating her own moves the beam she knows she could get back on and she wasn't dulling her routine down because the judges were going to score her the same as everybody else um but she then had the added pressure of because she dropped out of the other um apparatus she had that pressure on top of her and she rocked up gets her bronze now for that shows how mentally stable yeah she might you might have said it was mental that she couldn't compete that wasn't because she had a breakdown or she couldn't deal with the pressure now i'm sure djokovic tennis player say something about simone biles um that she, she she should be able to if you put your you are privileged to have pressure now, I understand that. If you're in the Olympics, then you are a privileged athlete. You've worked hard, damn hard, but look at the amount of people that don't get to the Olympics or can't afford to go to the Olympics. It's slight privilege, okay? But you're a tennis player, bro. Where's the danger in tennis? You might get hit by a ball at 100 mile an hour, or you may get a stray racket with a 1% chance of getting hit by a stray racket. Where is the danger, bro? Djokovic, sit down. You're an armchair idiot, okay? He piped up and said, you're privileged to have the pressure. You should be able to deal with it. She didn't have a mental breakdown. She just couldn't change her brain from doing the higher level skills to do lower level skills. That's where the danger was. And dude, you're on a tennis court. You might roll your ankle. Ooh. You might roll your ankle, Djokovic. Yeah, Simone Biles might break a neck, might die, might break a leg, might break an arm. Like life-threatening or longevity life issues that would go on for years if she broke a leg or ankle or arm or a neck. 
So take take your balls and your racket, put them back in your pocket or give them to your ball boy to roll around in his hands and take your rolled ankle and your 1% chance of getting injured and sit back in your armchair, you armchair idiot. Wow. Now, guys, this podcast is meant to be positive. If you can't see the positive side in that, then you're an armchair idiot. Unfollow me. Unless you're a patron and you're paying money, stay here, guys, because I need you. Thank you. Um, Wow, that was a good one back. I enjoyed that one. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember to follow me on Instagram, at SamTBM. Remember to follow me on YouTube, Coffee with Sam. Find me on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, The Coffee with Sam Podcast, and find my subscription service where you get added extras and you get the Threes of Party uh, Fight Podcast. It's not really Fight Podcast, it's just three friends who rip the hell out of each other for about an hour and a half on uh, www.patreon.com forward slash The Coffee with Sam Podcast. Thank you. I've been Sam Thompson. We have been stimulated and weird. Um, So, guys, stay on your coffee beans. Stay grinding that coffee. Stay excited. Stay weird. Stay stimulated. And I will see you guys next week.